But if you ever go to D.C. and you just sit in a park, you'll see spies. Really? Yeah. Like if you ever just hang out in a park in Washington, D.C., you'll see people throwing their clothes in garbages and like changing in front of you. <laughs> R-O-T-N. Let, Let me present to you. you the Rotten Podcast. The Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the Rotten Podcast. We're on episode 33, baby. It's the big 3-3. Three, three. The big 3-3, three, three, and you literally leave for Europe in eight hours. How are you feeling? I'm super duper stressed. Yeah. And that's my fault. <laughs> and you're going to be gone for 10 days. I'm going to miss you. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> 10 days is a long time. 10 like days a is a freaking a long time. I'm super excited for Paris. I'll be there by myself for three days have you ever done a like solo trip no never. i don't think i have either you should <laughs> yeah. i don't know where but <laughs> yeah, you should, you should. <laughs> i feel like it's an experience like i'm like i'm aw- i'm ready for like an awakening i'm ready to be in paris by myself being like wow like either this feels really fucking lonely or i'm like wow i'm like so excited that i'm here because i will say i'm a very independent person but i've never put myself to the test so this is my real first test i think you'll enjoy it 
especially just being somewhere where there's so much to do and sightsee. Yeah. It's not like you're going to like the beach or something on an island where you're just sitting around relaxing. That would get a little boring, but I feel like in Paris there's good food and I've never been, but I know you love it so much. Yeah. But the food is like what I really wanted to eat. You like French food? No, but I just feel like all the chocolate and cafes and stuff like like that. You like chocolate? The fact that you said chocolate makes me so happy. Why? I think I like chocolate more than you. I know, but you don't. You would never be like, I'm craving chocolate. Let me buy some chocolate. I mean, it's not the number one place I yeah. want to go to for food, but I feel like I would be really... I mean, I just post so much food content. There's always like crazy cafes and coffee mm-hmm. and chocolate and like French desserts. Do they really know about a, a foodies? Thing. I don't know. Do our fans know about foodies? I don't think so. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I feel like you're like, you don't enjoy talking about it. Well, it's kind of like my side job. Like mm-hmm. it used to be my full-time job. Yeah. And um, now I'm just a contractor. But for the past four years, I was working at a marketing agency and um, running a ton of really big brands and running a team. And one of the brands that I run is a really big Instagram account called Foodies, F-O-O-D-Y-S. Mm-hmm. And it's got like 7.8 million followers. I've been running it for like four years and nobody really knows. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like. I know. I tell my friends sometimes and they're like, wait, I follow that page. And I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, Matt just runs it. He doesn't like to talk about it. He doesn't tell anyone he does it, but... I don't purposely not talk about it, but it's kind of like your day job. Like, I'm so more passionate about talking about music. music. And I do talk about social media stuff when I'm with social media people, people. or that work in the industry. Because the one thing I thought was interesting when we started dating with all of your friends, because all of you and your friends are, like, really successful. You've been really established in the industry for a long time. And I realized, like, they didn't really, like, your friends don't really like talking about social media. No, why would we want to talk about work? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So yes. that's how it feels for me where it's like, I don't really want to talk about work, but I want to talk about my passions like music. Like, But even when people like ask you, what do you do? You don't talk about it either. That's true because I don't really want my identity to be like, oh, I run brands like I'm trying to build my own brand to run, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, Speaking of brands, literally Mark Zuckerberg coming for fucking Elon Musk's brand right now, Twitter. Literally. What a wild turn of events going from back and forth on Twitter. It was the first time Mark tweeted in 10 years. I forgot what the tweet was exactly, but it led to them going back and forth and trying to literally have a fight. The post about it on Instagram, like there's a possibility they'll do a fight at the Coliseum. Elon said, I'll fight you in a cage match. And then (laughs) Mark said, all right, send me the the location. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, if you're going to bet, who would you bet on? Elon or Mark? Mark. He's been really? Tra- yeah, he's been training. He just had a match. He won. And I listened to, I don't, haven't listened in a while, but like Joe Rogan, he talks a lot about martial arts and has a lot of martial artists on there. That's a big part of his show. And from what he said, he's like, he, the guy is really legit. He's trained really hard with like really good people and he's a legitimate jujitsu fighter. I did see their stats. Did you know that Elon Musk is 6'2"? And new sources kind of vary, but he's either between 180 to 230 pounds. It's a big range. Okay. I mean, it's really hard to guesstimate how big a guy is, right? He's not 180 pounds. There's no way. No, I think he's closer to, yeah. Well, Mark is only 5'7 and 150 pounds. Yeah. I'm sorry, but no matter how good of a fighter I am and you being untrained, 
all you had to do was sit on me and i'd be like fuck well the thing with jujitsu is it is so much grappling and positioning where that is the craft so if you're getting sit on or you'll twist something or push a certain point or wiggle this arm up to like make room to make some crazy move so that's why i don't know it's I mean, but such a still getting yeah. sat on by someone who's 70 pounds heavier than you is probably <laughs> kind of hard to get out of i mean this is a crazy comparison to make but it's like logan paul boxing floyd mayweather you would think okay if he lands one strong punch like floyd mayweather is so little in comparison to logan paul yeah. and obviously they're not fighting nearly at the level of the best boxer of all time but when you do have good training and you know how to fight, exactly, size only matters so much. Mayweather didn't win at all. Yeah, he did. He won, technically. I thought it was a tie. No, no, he won. Well, either way, he didn't win. Logan Paul has never won a boxing match. <laughs> really? Yeah, they always talk about it. I'm impulsive. pretty I thought they tied. No, 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 no. They did not tie. The world's best boxer who's 50-0, and 0, or he's maybe more now. It wasn't a real exhibition match. So it didn't actually count towards this record. The fight went the full eight round distance and no winner was announced. I told you Mayweather did not win. I remember they tied. They a winner? They tied. I'm shook. I remember it was really weird because I was like, that is so embarrassing for Mayweather that he didn't win. I think maybe it was a thing where at the beginning of it, they said that they weren't going to announce a winner. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. 
Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Well, yeah, but also Mayweather didn't knock Logan Paul out, so there was no clear winner. It would have been up to the judges. Yeah. Which I'm sure Mayweather would have won it, but still, it was like... So then, no matter how good uh, Mark Zuckerberg is... We'll go announce a winner in that fight. All has to do is sit on him. I feel like with that fight, they'll have a win- They'll definitely have a winner. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hope so. Um, I heard a lot of people saying that if they were to have a fight, it would raise like a billion dollars for charity because so many people wow. are interested in watching it. And even Dana White was saying that it would be like the biggest thing on pay-per-view ever, the biggest fight they'll ever have if they end up doing it. That's just, what has our world turned into? I it's don't like know. a modern day gladiator. Put Reality it TV stars becoming presidents and fucking billionaires fighting each other. It's insane. I think it's so funny though, if you think about it, back to the twitter elon musk mark zuckerberg mm-hmm. he, he that was his first tweet in 10 years like <laughs> i'm gonna build a better twitter he knew what he, he knew was, was doing coming out. yeah and he blindsided elon musk so hard honestly the marketing went hard for that the fact yeah. that he did that like maybe a couple of weeks before <laughs> like they announced threads was insane so good i actually saw a clip on um lex freeman's podcast he mm-hmm. had mark zuckerberg on a month ago and Lex Freeman was like, hey, so I heard this rumor that Project da, 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 is building a competitor to Twitter where it's text-based social media application. Can you like speak on the rumors? And Mark kind of was just like, he was a little squirmy, but he answered it in a good way. He's like, yeah, you know, I've definitely always been interested in building a text-based platform. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's something we always want to do. And right now I don't know what it's going to be called because Lex was asking him like, oh, what's the website today? He's like, oh, we don't have that yet. And this was a month ago. So this man was plotting and scheming and he knew exactly what he was doing. But he said something that was really interesting that made me really excited about threads. He he was just saying with Twitter, they really haven't innovated anything. Yeah. And it's so true if you think about like, I'm so excited for threads because I know that the team at Meta is really going to innovate the way that we communicate. And that's exactly kind of what Mark was talking about was like, there is so much room for innovation in a text-based social media platform and Twitter just hasn't done it. But even if you think about the way that we interact and communicate, how it started with Facebook and even Instagram stories, you didn't know that that was even a valuable thing. And then they added stories and then it became such an important part of our life and our culture we think about well no because stories took over snapchat like he pretty much i will say mark is a great copycatter yeah and he does it better than the competitors great artists steal exactly what's the what's the whole line there's something else good artists imitate and then great artists steal something along those lines that sounds super familiar yeah look it up up. um but what i was saying is that he copied snapchat and then snapchat kind of went down and then now he's copying Twitter. And I'm wondering what app is next? I mean, he mm-hmm. tried to copy TikTok with the reels and that didn't hit as much. It didn't hit as much, but it definitely was very impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's, so. now it's threads. now it's threads. And I'm so excited to see what they do and how they innovate it. Because yeah. just like, you know, with Snapchat, you didn't think that having stories on your Instagram feed at the top, the way that it was introduced and the way we use it would be such a valuable thing. But it has become 
You know, the way that Snapchat stories, like I'm not, I've never been huge into Snapchat, but. You've been storing it up lately. Oh, like Instagram stories? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such a great thing. It's only 24 hours. And that's also what a great thing threads is. It's like with threads, they just have this through line where they're able to onboard all these people straight from Instagram. Like you're following your page right Mm -hmm. onto threads. And it's so interesting to see, okay, what are these people tweeting about? Because there is that weird gap where. There's like the Twitter world and like not everyone you know is on it or uses it, but like everyone you know uses Instagram, it feels like. And so now it's interesting to see that conversion with how people are communicating on threads. I think it's crazy because with threads, there is no place for DM. So it's very clean. Also, there's no bots on it yet. No one talking about There has been some bots. Oh, really? I've seen, it's kind of annoying because there's a couple like people I've seen being like, there's bots like bots be gone is like some like a phrase people are using like adding Mark Zuckerberg and it's like all right everyone chill obviously you can't prevent every single bot yeah but, but it's it, way less than Twitter's bots oh my lord and it's so much cleaner I God. something about it just something feels so Twitter. much Twitter's just a nasty dark place I noticed when Elon took over fired everyone there were so many bugs within Twitter we would be doing spaces and it would just bug out and you couldn't see people that were on it you couldn't hear people talking whatever it may be the amount of times I would just stop hearing but I would hear you talking in the other room I'm like oh wait I'm not hearing something right now Mm -hmm. that was really right after he took over no yeah I just feel like with Twitter there's so much baggage there's so much baggage around Twitter. It just feels like it's been through the ringer. It's been such a <laughs> controversial topic about free speech and, you know, it's been, been so political and it's like, it just feels tainted and mm-hmm. like dirty. I don't know. Right? Like, so, I don't know. That That's the way that I feel about it. No, I agree. Well, the thing about Twitter is like, there's all these anonymous pages and people that will just say wild things to get reactions. Yeah. And that's kind of what's made it a cool, fun place. But also that's the same thing that's made it negative. You have all this, these fake bots, personalities, people just saying wild shit. And the thing about Instagram in threads is it's tied to your Instagram. So there's that extra layer of verification. So you're already weeding out so many people that won't destroy or make your feed just something you don't want to see or interact with. That's true. Also, also I heard that if you're blocked on threads like you get kicked out of threads you get kicked off of instagram as well so like your behavior on threads really also affects instagram so you can't spam people with dms i mean you can't even do that even if you want to but you can't spam people with messages and ads and likes and follows and if you do that you actually get kicked out and then kicked off of instagram which i think is a great thing there needs to be some level of accountability and that was always something that i had a problem with twitter it is that weird gray area about free speech but there needs to be some form of accountability where you can't just have these random people posting and interacting and doing body things and saying wild shit because then if that's your you know your town square like elon musk likes to call it it's just littered with a bunch of garbage a bunch of fake perspectives and people that aren't really saying what they mean they're just Mm -hmm. saying something to get a reaction yeah well on a positive note i think the reason why the reds is doing so well right now is because of the dopamine hit like when i downloaded it maybe 10 minutes later i texted matt and i was like matt download threads right now you took an, like a an whole hour and in between oh that one God, hour, hour. No, no 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 because in that one hour i got like 
1500 followers and my phone was like ding 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 ding, ding, yeah. ding. it was ringing and vibrating like crazy i i I'm like stupid or like a grandma. I didn't know how to turn off my notifications for like a whole hour. I was like, how do I, I know, do I this again? I was sitting next to you on the couch. Was like, bzz, bzz, bzz. I was like, how do I, I turn like, off my Yo. notifications? Literally my phone ended up dying because it was buzzing so damn hard. But it reminds me of like, you know, when you get a new follower, even as a normal person, unless you're on private, you kind of get like excited about it. And mm -hmm. as someone that's gotten followers for like the last decade, I still get excited when I get a new follower. Um, so I was literally high on life that night and i was just like i spent the entire night on threads me too yeah it, it was, was fun. fun i saw someone make a thread i don't even know what's the term it's like a thread threaded yeah thread. you know i'm it's threading like I tweeted i threaded someone threaded someone thread I, I saw someone make a thread that was like that thread follower notification just hits different with like a <laughs> with like a comforting face it does it does it's something about it it's just clean for me, maybe it's different, but I'm always like, okay, I've been in the industry for 10 years. Do She's people still want to follow me or are they just following me because they've been doing it for the last seven years, right? But on threads, although I know some of it's automatic, I am seeing that people are just actually adding me on top of that. It feels good. It feels good. It feels good to know they're searching my name and looking for me and oh, they see my name pop up and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot about her. Let me like actually follow her. Because I just assume everyone's like super old. They're not going to follow me because they've they don't even remember who I am anymore. You're and crazy. it's a little bit of like a imposter syndrome where I feel like I'm not meant to be where I am, but it, it felt good. Like the threads dopamine really helped me a little bit this week. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I saw that um, they broke like crazy records with mm -hmm. users and stuff like that. Like 95, this was a day ago. There was an article that published. They had 95 million threads and 50 million users all in like a less than a week. 95 million threads and 50 million users. Yeah. That's crazy. But it almost feels like not a fair comparison because they're already, they're just onboarding from the app directly. But so it's, it's not, so smart. You know, I've seen so many carousels on Instagram. Like this is how long it took Netflix to get to a million subscribers. Mm -hmm. It took da, 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 da. I actually have that those stats i'll say it right now because i think it's very interesting to see and yeah say it but where i was going with it is like it doesn't feel the same they're not starting from scratch they're starting with a huge user base already just onboarding people so i saw this tweet it was this is how long it took platforms to reach 1 million users netflix three and a half years that's a fucking long time twitter two years facebook 10 months mm. spotify five months i was actually shocked at that one i thought it would have been longer instagram two and a half months chat gbt this was crazy new six months ago five fucking days wow and the reds a couple of hours yeah a couple of hours it makes sense i mean it's the one that's the most surprising i guess to me is the netflix one and I think it's interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, when Netflix came out, that was the first time you could pay a subscription. And at the time it was, you're ordering movies to your house and they would yeah. come in the mail, <laughs> but it was offering a better solution. And so I'm surprised it took three years. The Spotify one makes sense because to shake up the music industry and to provide a platform where people could search their favorite artists, curate their own music and save it and download it. I remember my first time on Spotify. Really? Like you thought it was that crazy? Yeah, I'm such a music fanatic where in high school I had to like, 
it was always like who had the coolest CDs, you know, you'd come to school with like, mm -hmm. oh, I found this dope rap thing. You know, you're looking on YouTube, you're downloading, you're burning songs and you're torrenting. So you're trying to, exactly. So all of a sudden you have this platform where you pay a subscription and everything is there. It was like, wait, how this doesn't even feel real. This is insane. Yeah, I think so, too. But the thing is, see, Spotify came out in 2008 and I remember thinking like, this is cool, but I had my LimeWire. I can actually own and put it onto my MP3 player and whatnot. But I didn't even hear about Spotify till maybe I was in college. Yeah. Which was 2012, not to age me. Yeah, I think I found out about it 2011 or 20, yeah, around that time. Apparently they got five, they got 1 million users in five months in 2008. And I'm like, I didn't hear about it till I was in college. But Netflix took three and a half years, but that's because they launched in 1991. No way. 1991. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so before you were born, they launched. Before you were born too. Yeah. <laughs> but I never used Netflix in I, the like CD way. Yeah. I only used it once it became online only. I used it when it was both. Mm. So you can get the good movies and then they didn't have a huge selection where you could watch. They did, but it was movies you didn't really care about. I mean, you'd find a couple for sure. They eventually, and I think just recently, actually, they got rid of that service. Yeah, I was Surprised actually just looking this up. To get rid of that. Oh my gosh, they're still doing it. I thought they canceled that part of the no, service. No, I'm reading it right now. September 29th, 2023 will be the last time they'll do the DVDs. Wow. So you, you you still have like two months. Guys, go get a DVD. Go get the Where last DVD. Play a DVD. <laughs> like MacBooks don't have DVD players. Nobody has DVD players on their TV unless you have like an Xbox. I mean, some people do, yeah. but like for the most part, most people don't even have the, the hardware to play a DVD. No. We would have to find a DVD player. I mean, we could Wait, hook don't Xbox, we have a PlayStation? Yeah. They have a DVD player in a yeah, PlayStation, but, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, you can play it in there. That's what I was saying. But Sorry, remember when PlayStation said Blu-ray disc player? Blu-ray was the biggest thing. Fucking that scam. It literally. <laughs> it was always so cool. I, I still own like three Blu-rays. You spent the extra $10 for a Blu-ray DVD instead of a normal one? Yeah, I was in high school and I was like, all right, I'm going to get The Dark Knight Rises and a couple other of my like favorite movies. It was like was there supposed more. to be a difference between Blu-ray yeah. and DVD? Like what? The quality sound? HD. Oh, that's it? Yeah. But that was like when HD was like a huge new thing. I remember the first time I watched HDTV at my Same. dad's friend's house and it was a football game. And I was like, holy <laughs> crap. Like, this is insane. Like, this is some rich people shit. Really? Like, that's wild. And then for so long, like DirecTV, you'd have to like pay so much extra to get the HD channels. And there was like the regular channels and there was the HD channels. But Blu-ray was HD. <laughs> and so regular DVDs weren't. That's so weird. And so that was, that. yeah. So it was like, Blu-ray was the only thing really growing with the technology of these new TVs that were coming out. Except it came and went. It came and went quick. Yeah. Because people were like, wait, we don't need to do like a Blu-ray extra thing just to watch <laughs> something in HD because everything just turned Leveled into up. that resolution. Yeah. You know what? I do remember the first time I watched um, something in HD and it was actually one of the soap operas. And I remember thinking the cast was ugly. I was like, whoa it's like too much detail i can see their fucking pores i didn't even know these fucking bitches had pores <laughs> i hear me like what like i can see 
everything on their faces. I did not like it. I did not like it at all. I was like, go back to standard. It's so funny when you, I remember when you would see someone's really nice TV mm-hmm. and you're watching a TV show that's old and then it looks so weird and uncomfortable. You're like, yeah. this doesn't even look like a TV show. These no. look like people standing around a living room <laughs> that was like filmed on a home video camcorder that was put on a tripod. I know. Remember when shows were in square mode? Like Before widescreen, yeah. it was a square. Oh, yeah, All of our of old shows, like Absolutely. Sex in the City, Square, Friends in a Square. Like, why did we do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to think about. Like, you have the movie theater... Well, were movie theaters square screens as well back I in the day? So. They must have been. Yeah, because why would anyone be like, we're doing a square now yeah. for the TV? They must have. I can't remember watching a movie when I was that. I actually wasn't allowed to watch TV until I was probably eight. Really? I would get in trouble. Like no TV at all? No TV. Did Have I not told you this? I remember you telling me like, oh, I wasn't really allowed to watch TV or oh, I couldn't no, watch No, straight SpongeBob. up, I could not watch TV when I was living at my grandma's house. She like, said no. No, it wasn't my grandma, it was my uncle. Really? Yeah. It was actually really fucked up. Because my grandma would fucking watch TV. And so you'd be like creeping And I'd be creeping corner. around the corner watching it. And then like if my uncle came home, he'd get me, I'd get in a lot of trouble. Actually, my grandma would let me watch it. And then she'd be like, uncle's home, uncle's home, go, go, go. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you turned out all right. So maybe it worked in your benefit. I, I know. know. Instead, I did extra homework on top of the homework I was given as a kid. So that was fun. Uh, what do you mean extra homework? Like I was given extra homework on top of my homework from my uncle. He would give you more homework to do? Yeah. Why do you think I turned out so damn smart? Book smart, not street smart. He really failed in that point. You're both a little of both. I don't think I'm sure. that street smart. You know I how am... to maneuver. What are you talking about? Really? Street smart Look at this as house. in I'm fucking gullible. You are pretty gullible. I'm fucking gullible. And I think that's like, that's a street smart thing, right? That's one aspect of being street smart. But I feel like you're street smart in the sense of you can navigate, figure out how to get somewhere, go somewhere, what to do in a situation. Yeah. Like being independent is a form of street smart. I would say that's probably the highest level of street smart is just being independent, right? You're being so nice to me. I never thought in my entire life I was street smart. You're definitely street smart. You own your own house. To me, like reading a map means like you're You built a wall. Like I would consider that a part of street smart. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I feel like street smart is like, I don't know, not being gullible. (laughs) I think that's one part of it. Can I look up the definition? What is the definition of street smart? Okay, street smart. The experience and knowledge necessary to deal with the potential difficulties or dangers of life in an urban environment. I would say you're street smart to a degree. There's things where you're a little naive about. I wouldn't say stupid, naive, like, no, we don't need curtains in the front of our house. You know, like certain things where it's like, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense to do that. I've come to realize that I just genuinely think people are being honest with me when they're telling me something. And so I've been duped many times. (laughs) Luckily, I'm not giving the prince of like Namibia like a hundred thousand dollars. Smart enough for that. But if someone was like, yeah, like I'm a spy. I fucking believe them. (laughs) And true fucking story. Did I tell you this story? No. (laughs) Okay, so at UCLA every year, like all the students pretty much go to Las Vegas for Memorial Day because they have like these amazing deals that the promoters make so much money and you get to go on like a four day weekend um, to Vegas for like $250 and the clubs and you get like free club service, right? So it's like super cheap. Either way, I was at a club my senior fucking year. And these guys who, now that I look back on it, were just trying to hit on me, but it was like a group of three guys and I was with 
all of my friends, Allison, the Allisons and Amy. And they were talking about how they were in the military and that they got shot in the military. And I remember asking one of the guys like, oh, can I see your, your like gun wound? And he was like, no, like I don't show people that. And then he was like, yeah, like I live in DC. I'm, I'm like not a spy, but like I'm a spy. But if you ever go to DC and you just sit in a park, you'll see spies. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like if you ever just hang out in a park in Washington, DC, you'll see people throwing their clothes in garbages and like changing in front of you because they're spies. And I like, and I'm like soaking this up. He's like telling me everything, like how many like war he's wars he's been in. He's like my age. So I didn't think about it. But afterwards, afterwards, Amy was like, you know, they were lying, right? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, they were just like, they were just trying to hit on us. Like they're not fucking spies. And they didn't get shot because like, if you were to get shot, you'd probably show people your, your gunshot wound. Like it's a cool thing to show people. Maybe. Maybe. It depends Unless where. Unless it was in your dick, but like maybe. It depends where. <laughs> Either way, very gullible. I completely soaked it up. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I met spies. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're hilarious. But I think you wouldn't be gullible about things that would matter. Like sure, maybe you'll believe a story that where the stakes are mean nothing. Yeah. But if it was something that actually mattered about your life, being safe, putting yourself in danger, making a good decision, I don't think you would be gullible. You usually do your due diligence with yeah. research and are pretty thought out with your decision making. Well, let's hope that's the case when I'm in Paris by myself. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I got a door jam. That, I was so, so proud to see you doing that. I'm like, wow, good for you. That's really? street smart. <laughs> um, so I got a door jam, but I also got this. This. Um, Sorry to interrupt because you. I bought you pepper spray so long ago, and it's never I been. I can't open. bring it with me. No, I know, but it's you've just never opened it, so you've never been one to be like, oh, I need to like protect myself. So when I saw the door jam safety <laughs> thing, I was like. That made me feel good. Well, I've never traveled by myself before, so I'm not nervous, but I'm trying to be as smart about it as possible. Um, Especially because you're a hot woman that looks very successful and you are very successful. You're a you're an easy and good target. Thanks, baby. I mean, if someone was trying to like take advantage, capture someone, yeah. like you'd be a great candidate. That's why I'm actually trying not to dress up. As a tourist, I'm trying not to wear like skimpy clothes in Paris. I'm going to probably do that in Portugal just because it's fun, but not in Paris. I'm going to like try to like look Parisian so that I'm not targeted by people while I'm out there. Um, I think I might go to the Moulin Rouge though, which is like a show, like a cabaret show where the girls dance without their shirts on. I don't know. But when I watched Moulin Rouge as a kid, the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. But I actually looked up reviews for the Moulin Rouge in real life, and they're like, it's not like the movie at all. It's like way more PG-13. But I'm excited to see that. But either way, I bought this door jam that goes in your door, but also this thing that goes underneath your door. So if someone opens your door, it screams really loud, like a little alarm. Really? Yeah. Was that that beeping that was going off? Early this afternoon? Yeah. There was like Super a constant loud. beeping that was like going on. It was maybe like something else. It was like 10 oh. seconds I had it on. Oh, maybe not then. I'm but it was fucking else. loud. And I had it on the lowest setting. I was like, this is scary. And I might actually bring it with me while I walk around town because I'm like, this thing is so loud that if I felt I was unsafe, I could just push the button and it would like scream. Amber alert. Yeah, it screams. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this um, fight. Elon versus Mark. I heard that they might do it at the Colosseum in Italy, which 
seems crazy, but not far-fetched because apparently one of the politicians in Italy said yes. Wild. I wonder, Wild time to be alive. I wonder how expensive those tickets are going to be to see it because only a few hundred people can watch at the actual Coliseum. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because it's a historical monument right, and so right. they don't want like rowdy commoners like us <laughs> i saw an article actually that some like tourist like carved his name on the I coliseum saw and that. got like seven or nine years in jail and was like pleading for his life the british guy right i think so yeah, yeah. he said like scott plus Haley or whatever his name was plus his girlfriend's name 2023 it was like seriously <laughs> like are you 12 idiot are you 12 he was not 12 he was like 20 something fucking dumbass bro which is why they can't have people going to the Coliseum. Yeah, like, what an <laughs> idiot. Like, why would you do that? It's the Coliseum. It's so... It was like, I didn't know how old the Coliseum was. Like, bitch, don't pretend you're stupid. You know how old it is. I mean, is. it sounds like this person's actually pretty dumb. You think? He freaking carved his initials like a four-year-old like it was like name? a neighborhood girl and being like me and tiffany like heart carving it on like a neighborhood tree me and tiffany forever and ever idiot. stupid idiots well anyways i hope you have fun in europe i can't believe that you're leaving in eight hours mm -hmm. and um i'm excited for you thank you i want you to be safe I will be with my little door jam. That's going to scream at people. I'm so people. happy to hear about this door jam. You have no idea. I, <laughs> I need to been, make a video on this. I haven't been saying anything because I don't want to like spook you out. But I'm like, part of me is like, you got to be safe. You got to be careful. But you're a, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I can fight ish. You cannot fight. For I can't shit. fucking fight. But I'm not scared to fight if I had to. Small dog, big bark. No bite. No bite. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the best way to sum you up. <laughs> Pretty funny. But anyways, we should probably wrap this up. I know you got a lot going on and um, we will see you guys next Tuesday. So make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're not already and give us those five star ratings, baby. Tiffany classic. <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye.